That's okay. It's been, it's been a while. No, you did eventually, but I, I, I felt I felt hesitation coming oh. out of the line. So. Okay. <laughs> Are we keeping this all in? No, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, we're going to keep it in. I can, I, can, I can edit it around it or leave it in or leave it in for the listeners. We'll Look. see. We'll Look. see. We'll see what strikes my fancy <laughs> when I go to edit later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Dead Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And making his triumphant return to Dense Pixels. It is Terrence. <laughs> What's going on, people? I've been so, going for a while. It's been a month. It, it's been about a month. It's been a while. Yeah. About a month. So yeah. Carrie filled in valiantly last week while Micah was on birthday duty for himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my birthday present. To happy, be away from you people. Happy 65th birthday, Micah. <laughs> you can start drawing Social Security finally. Congratulations. Um, look. We were talking before we got recording. Um, I am I am mad as hell. Not about video games or about anything here, but I'm angry. I've got a lot of anger. Fortunately, I have something that I can channel my anger to, and that is Dr. Mario World. So this game came out on mobile last week. Uh, you guys are familiar with Dr. Mario, right? Yes. Absolutely. Right. Or twice. So you understand, you know, capsules fall down. You got to match the colors to the viruses and it knocks the viruses out and you got to clear the board. Dr. Mario, pretty simple. Nintendo made a mobile game out of it. So here's what's different. So in Dr. Mario, it's a falling block puzzle game. You throw the, the, the pills into the little beaker that the viruses are in and they fall steadily, much like Tetris. You can rotate them, do what you got to do. In Dr. Mario World, the pills float upward like it's it's like inverted where they go from the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen now you can still drag the pills around um once they enter the field of play they'll slowly float but then you can still grab them and move them around you can still rotate them by tapping on them the only catch is that you can't like once they pass a certain threshold moving up you can never move them back down like once once they moved up they can't go down but they can go you know left and right or you can slide it right to where you want to place it on the board Mm -hmm. so you have to match you know you have to match three basically you have to have three the same color in a row and you're trying to knock the viruses out the gameplay works pretty much as as you would expect dr mario to just translated in a more mobile friendly environment instead of having to worry about filling up the screen um instead you have like a set number of capsules like of pills that you have available to each round so if you can't clear the board by the time you throw like 30 pills out then you lose and you have to you have to try the level again so the gameplay itself is a little boring. It's not really anything to write home about. I wasn't as a huge Dr. Mario fan. I played Dr. Mario like crazy mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Um, I wasn't too like blown away by this implementation. However, this is one of and, and I don't think there's anything in here that's completely like outside of the realms of any mobile game. But coming from a company like Nintendo. This is one of the worst mobile implementations of a video game that I've ever seen in my entire life. So the way that you track your plays is that you have to have a currency in the game called hearts. And every time you want to play a level, you have to spend a heart. Now, when you first boot up the game for the very first time ever, um, you get an hour of infinite hearts. So like for the first hour that you play Dr. Mario World from when you download it, and sign in and play. You can play unlimited. 
But then after that, every time you play a level, you have to spend a heart. Now, if you beat a level for the first time, so if you beat a stage for the first time, you get a heart back. So every time you beat a level that you've never beaten before, you get your heart back, essentially, which is fine. But if you want to go back and replay a level that you played before, and, and this game does, like every puzzle game does, where you get one, two, or three stars based on how well you did. So if you want to go back and, and, and replay a level to get that three-star rating that you missed out on, you don't get your heart back the second time, you know, the, the subsequent times that you play it. Now, the way that you earn hearts is that once you are, once you're out, once you're outside of your maximum number of hearts that you can have, which is five, by the way, uh, you gain a new heart every half an hour. Now, this clock does run even when you're not playing Dr. Mario World. So if you deplete your hearts and then leave the game for two and a half hours and come back, you'll be back with a full squad of hearts. But of course, if you're at your maximum heart capacity of five, you will gain no hearts. You will just sit at five hearts. And every time you lose a level and you have to go back and replay the level again, you got to spend a heart. So if you run into a particularly hard level, you get five cracks at it. And then you're done for the day, essentially, or, in, or in, until a couple hours from now. Now, I know what you're thinking. Surely there must be a way to purchase more hearts. And you are correct, Micah and Terrence. There is a way to purchase more hearts. For the There's another premium currency name called Diamonds. And Diamonds are what you buy with, with real money. So and that premium currency is money. Essentially. <laughs> and if you, if you buy... Wait, before you can... Yes, yes. Free to play? Uh, it is free to play. Well, there you go. It is free to play, but I just want to—I just want you to understand what you can buy with your diamonds. So if you're running out of hearts and you're like, "Man, I really want to play more Doctor Mario World, but I need more hearts. How can I do this?" Well, the good news, guys, you can for for the for the low low cost of two dollars and ninety nine cents worth of diamonds, you can get infinite hearts for one hour, <laughs> and then and then you're back to the heart tracking system. Again, now there's also power-ups that you can use to make things a little bit easier on yourself to get through the world. And can you get these power-ups with the in-game currency that you earn by playing, which is coins? No, of course not. The only way that you can buy them is with diamonds. Now, what are these coins that you're earning? You're earning coins every time you beat a level and when you clear different stages. Well, those can buy you new characters. So that you can, like, basically, you can, like, you have your doctor. So, like, your doctor can be Mario, Peach, or Bowser. And they all have a special ability. And then you can also equip two different characters that will also have their special abilities. And there's tons of characters that you can unlock and earn. So, when you start playing, I think they give you, like, 7,000 coins or something thereabouts. After playing for a while, I had amassed 8,000 coins. 8,000 coins was enough to buy me two characters that I could equip on my on my doctor to give me boosts. And if I want to buy more and I want, I don't want to wait and grind out all these awful coins and get 4,000 coins. Then of course I can throw diamonds at it because diamonds are the way to make it fucking easier to unlock this shit. I expect this stuff from some fucking fly by night indie developer. That's just trying to fucking make a cash cow. I expect this shit from King games, but you're Nintendo dude. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's, like I'm, I'm listening to all of that, and I'm not mad at it because that's exactly how every other game <laughs> does it. And I, and, like, I underst- and I understand that, but I, I don't, I don't know why I expect way. more. I expect more from that's the, Nintendo. That's the blueprint. Yeah? <laughs> you expect more. You expect more from a company that rehashes consoles every couple of months. Yes, 
I do. <laughs> I, I do. To make a quick buck. <laughs> Look, I get your frustration. I get it. I, I, I uninstalled it. I'm. I'm. I, I played <laughs> through the first like. I played through the first like forty levels, and I'm just like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. I uh, I only play two mobile games, and yeah, like I play them on the train, and and um, luckily, but yeah, they're the same mechanics. You run out of you run out of energy or whatever. I'm just I'm just miffed. I'm just miffed that I'm just minutes. like it's one thing if you're gonna make me pay three dollars to get like twenty hearts. All right, cool. Yeah, like a set amount. Yeah, like like yeah, give me like twenty. Yeah, give me twenty hours. hours from there. Unlimited play for an hour. You want to kill an hour at a time? Not have to worry about your hearts here. Give me three bucks. <laughs> that shit drove me crazy with Apex Legends because they have like basically when you level up, you get those little Apex coins, whatever the fuck they're called, and those are only good for unlocking characters by themselves. But when you get those coins, I have like eighty thousand of them. Yeah, but at least you can I play Apex fucking... Legends. <laughs> All right, you got thirty minutes. You get a heart back. Right, I'm gonna say like like if you fucking suck at a level, you get like I said, you get five tabs at, and then you're on the bench for thirty minutes while you wait for another chance to fall down the pipe. Yeah, that that part is that, thirty that minutes to get another heart. Yeah, yo, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. that three bucks you get out, my nigga. Like. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and, that, and that is, and that's how it's set up. And that's how it's set up. That you know, people are like, it. It is literally set up that way for you to be like, well, like I just ran out of hearts. Like, man, this level's really hard. I don't, I don't want to wait a half an hour and then only get one more shot at it. Well, let me just give him three dollars. Then I can just try it as much as I want for the next hour. Like that's that's yeah. how, that's what it's there for. But is there a, is there a tier where you can just unlock just in, infinite hearts? No, you just can't. You can't do nope. that. It's like nope. for thirty bucks, you just nope. unlock the whole thing. Nope, I would have preferred that. Like I said, yeah, right. <laughs> let me let me let me pay you fifteen dollars and just let me just fucking just play to my heart's content. Game. Right. <laughs> Mario Run did that. It was five bucks. Now Nintendo bitch because they didn't make a lot of money from it. I get that, but I mean, at least it was reasonable <laughs> to be like unlock my game for five dollars. Okay, cool. That's reasonable. Fucking three dollars for an hour of play. Yeah, man. Don't don't play Doctor Mario World. <laughs> it's bad, and you should feel bad if you're playing it. Uh well speaking of feeling bad <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was that was exactly what that fucking uh what that fucking summation was uh was just teeing up Micah. Um I don't even know what this is. Uh don't Google it. <laughs> I did and I saw like a Japanese anime thing going on and I'm so like look, the uh the last bastion of my weeabooness that I <laughs> that I will talk about openly. Is my uh, fascination with the Sinran Kagura series? Um, originally, the oh, series... I have to put an age verification in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the just, series... just, just just to let you know, just to let you guys know a bit of behind the curtain, uh, <laughs> behind the curtain stuff with uh, with GameStop. Um, as, as we all used to work at GameStop, or you know. We we're all associated with GameStop, so there there are some Senran Kagura games that that literally can't be displayed on yep. the sales floor <laughs> because even like the box art is beyond the pale as to what is acceptable in a family friendly uh, game establishment. I would imagine that this would be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the the Senran Kagura series uh, started off as just like a Dynasty Warriors type, you know go around and just beating up hordes of people. And um, 
eventually uh, one of the games was like a a third person shooter with like with them with all the the high school ninja girls playing at the beach and shooting water guns at each other and now this one is uh, a pinball game now it has a story now Nick, what is this? <laughs> Brace yourself. Okay. Oh my god. The the cast of Senran Kagura have uh, been put under a magical spell, which makes them think that they're animals and that they dress up in sexy animal attire, right? And it's your job as the player to use the peach ball to cure them and transform them back into humans and by transform them back into humans you play the pinball game and you you keep throwing the pinball at the girls right in order to uh take their clothes off who you're one huh and what the fuck is this i'm looking at a video right now and i am i'm embarrassed for you uh, well, you know, uh, look, I, I, I am what I am, I guess. Yeah, this is fucking wild. <laughs> like, it's not the worst anime that I've ever seen, but this is unacceptable. Terrence, Micah paid $49.99 US dollars. No, Micah paid, no, Micah did not pay $49. Now, first of all, it retails for $40. Oh, $5. Okay. <laughs> and second of all, Micah has been pre Micah has been buying games on his Switch and has been saving digital coins <laughs> for such for just such a game wait what what is, what is that so when i don't you know buy, what that is. when you buy a digital when you buy a digital game on the switch they give you a certain amount of coins right so what the fuck is going on in this game <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm listening yeah. i am absolutely listening to what you're saying like this, like no like no bullshit y'all like for real i'm talking to the audience right now no bullshit do not google this game at <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, like I'm not, I'm laughing, but I, I, I'm laughing to keep from crying. Like don't, don't Google the game at work for real, yo, for real, like for real. And um, so yeah, I had enough coins to knock off fifteen dollars, so uh, <laughs> I only paid twenty five dollars for it. It was a birthday present to myself. Oh, God. <laughs> of course it was. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's not a very good pinball game. <laughs> like when when all of a sudden, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised because the Summer Congress games, you don't play those games for their gameplay. Um clearly. <laughs> I, I didn't know what they what Center Congress was. You uh it's not a very good pinball game. So there's there's a there's a slight, an ever so slight delay between pressing the triggers and and having the flippers flip on the uh pinball table and and it's and that's not cool in a pinball game because you need to be able to like those things need to be digital where it feels like they're analog you know what i mean like i have to depress the thing all the way down so i have to it's not instant so i have to time where the ball is on relation to the flipper, but I have to kind of like lead my shot if I'm aiming. So it's not it's not a very good pinball game, and they only have two tables, and, and one of the tables sucks. So yeah, um, look if you're a fan, 
So um, was it just two tables with these chicks sitting on it half naked in doggy yeah. style? Yeah, and then you have to complete certain certain mm-hmm. things around the board, and then you hit the girl, and then she take it takes them into a special uh, a special room where you use flippers to kind of hit their clothes off <laughs> and and you have to do that <laughs> and you have to do that three times and then the third time um there is a situation where uh either <laughs> either, <laughs> either the young lady's chest <laughs> or her posterior is sitting on the table. I know that's what I saw when I turned it off. Hit the hit the flippers. <laughs> Hit the yeah. flippers to, you know, complete, to do what? Complete. Finish. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the Japanese are fucking <laughs> So, there you go. Not a very good pinball game. But, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the understatement of the century. Yo, this is... Oh my god, this is crazy! That's fantastic. It's it's incredible how little shame you have talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm an open book in front of this mic. Yo, you are literally hitting her in her titties. With her titties. <laughs> like I'm dead. Like if you look, like I feel like you should Google this, Brad. I, if you have not seen this, I have not. I'm I'm afraid to. Quite frankly, it's insane. Oh my lord! Good God! <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of hitting people, uh, new release highlights this week. There's really well, only I, two I, games I, to I talk about. I, oh, I you have new shit? I have to, I, well, not well. I haven't been on since I bought the game. That's true. Um, what was it? Bloodstain. Virtual of the night. You talked about it last week or the week before? Two weeks um, ago on, on on the Switch, yeah. which I've heard the Switch version is not all that great. I don't know if they've updated it yet to till so it's functional. <laughs> Uh, not really. I guess not. Uh, yeah, I got the PS4 version. Um, that game is really good. I've clocked in 35 hours, I think, of it. I've beaten it on normal and hard. I've 100% of the map. Um, and there's still, I think I'm only done maybe 70% of all the weapons that that you can collect. Uh, I haven't created all the food yet. Like it's, it is. If you've played Symphony of the Night. It's like absolutely a spiritual successor to that game. It's it's so good. Like I really like it. I put almost forty hours into it, and it's a Castlevania game. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. The, the amount of stuff, and then there's DLC coming. I don't know when. Um, be a lot of DLC, isn't there? Right. It's supposed to be like extra characters and shit coming out soon. Um, it's really good. Like, I hope they fix that Switch version because I think you'd really like it. Because there's a lot to do. Like it's the same map. It's just the same castle that you're going through, but it's kind of just collecting everything. Mm. It's a collectathon once you finish the game. I haven't done uh, nightmare mode yet, where things get a little like all it is is just, of course, the the enemies just hit harder, a lot harder in nightmare mode. And you can go new game plus, so you can keep all your stuff. Um, you can God, level man. shit up. Yeah, like the enemies, you know, they no every, on normal mode. Yeah, every enemy drops a charge. So you get you essentially get a special move from every single enemy in the game, even the bosses. Nice. Yeah. So, and I don't. I think I finally got a hundred percent for the shards. Maybe like a couple of days ago. Uh, it's there's a lot to do, but if, yeah. again, if you're if you're a Castlevania fan, it's worth it. 
it's I think it's forty bucks when it came out. Yeah, it's forty dollars. So. Mm-hmm. The amount of stuff, the amount of stuff that's in that game, like just like the weapons and yeah, and like it, it 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 seems overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like like it, but in like in like a good way. Like right. Like I can't wait to dig into this. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's uh yeah it's from what I could you know reasonably play. <laughs> And there's a lot of secrets. I got stuck uh, maybe like halfway through where I did not, I had to go to YouTube because I didn't know what the fuck to do. I just did not know where I was supposed to be going next. Uh, There's a lot of, there's a couple instances where you're just kind of like, okay, I have no clue where I'm going. And you can, you can finish the game before you actually get like the true ending. Like I'll beat the game and I'm like, that's it. I only have 39% of the castle opened up. What the fuck? What did I do wrong? But then in order to get the real ending, you have to do some crazy shit that you just you ain't gonna figure that shit out without a goddamn guide. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like, come on, yo. That's stupid. But um, but yeah, once I got past that, yo, it's it's such a great game. Um, I can't recommend it enough. And I finally beat Dead Cells like two days ago. <laughs> oh shit. Yo, I never I never actually got through an entire round, an, an entire playthrough of it until like two days ago. Finally got to the final boss and beat that, and you get a cell where you can put the game on hard mode, and that's just not easy. <laughs> and I don't even have the fucking the weapons unlocked in that game. And I bought that last year, but I started getting. I'm like playing a whole bunch of like side scrolling 2D games. I was about to say it's funny how it seems like Bloodstained. Yeah, I guess like I, broken. I <laughs> and I'm like, yo, let me go back to Dead Cells because I never fucking finished that, and I beat it two days ago. Well, not beat, but I finished a run, an actual playthrough of it. Because I never was able to get to the final boss. But when I got to him this time, I kind of kicked his ass because I was almost over leveled. He's really fucking hard. <laughs> like, he's, I don't think there's a possible, I don't think it's possible to. This is one thing I don't like about games B- getting to bosses and not being able to, to like run through a, a boss battle and not take any damage. I think it's impossible to not take damage from the final boss in this game, hmm. which kind of pisses me off. Cause I want to try, you know, I want to try to get that like perfect run, but nah, I don't think it's possible. Uh, the other bosses, yeah, but the last boss, no, he's gonna hit you with something, whether you whether you're good enough or not. Um, so that was it. there's that. I played a little bit of C two for Apex Legends. They have the new character. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to use her yet. Uh, they changed up the map a little bit. They re they did something with the sounds of the guns. Some of the guns sound a little different. Um. It just it just plays a little differently. It feels a little strange. Um, it is it is it is odd to me that they have dragged their feet a little bit when it yeah, comes to making improvements. Like, I, I like the game is still good. They're taking a like you, yo um, Fortnite updates damn near every week, and that's that's too much to be to be like yeah, true, it's, but it's like a ridiculous. But like but, De- Destiny's putting out like significant patches like monthly. For their yeah. for for their game, so like every week you'll see like because I have Fortnite download, I don't play it, but I have Fortnite downloaded, and like I'll turn my system on and like there's a there's an update for Fortnite. I'm like nigga, you just updated it yesterday. Like what the <laughs> f- so, like Fortnite really updates almost every week or maybe other, every other week, and to compete with them, like you can't wait like four months. I know you have seasons, but you got to do something in between while those seasons are going on because if you if you're trying to stick stay with them. You're not gonna do it by like just kind of going silent for three or four months at a time. It's not gonna work. 
because people have really, really fucking short attention spans. The game is still is still solid. Right? It's not dead like some people are saying, but nah, yeah, people, people trip me out. Not gonna that. be able to compete. People trip me out with that. Like, oh, it's dead because I'm not playing it. Right. Like, no, nigga. Like, Shut plenty up, of people. Man. I have. I still have no problem finding a game. Like, if I can jump on at three in the morning and find a game within a minute, it's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not dead. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a good. It's still good. It's just they gotta kind of they gotta update a little bit a little bit more. We're gonna talk about Apex a little bit because that's actually in the news stories this week. Um, new releases. There's really only two games to speak of. Like I mentioned, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three comes out for the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. This is what I want a Switch for, but I'm afraid it's gonna be more two than one. Because <laughs> like, I didn't. I, like... I I'm in. I'm intrigued, but so I was really intrigued, and then when I saw gameplay, I was a little scared. Mm. I'm still gonna play it. I just don't know how much it, it's. If if it looks deeper than it appears, or if it is deeper than it looks from the gameplay that I've seen, then I'm gonna have a good time. If it's pretty shallow, then it's not gonna get played for very long. I, I think the first one wasn't super shallow. It's just like you could. I mean, the first one wasn't really deep. Just like you could just level your character up to like infinity, infinity. Like there was no level cap. I don't think was there. I don't think so. Um, yeah. This one is. Um, it's still very button mashy. Uh, from what which, I which can is tell. fine. I mean, if it's if it's Diablo light, then I'm I'm cool with that. It, I, it might be Diablo really light. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah, is is I yeah. think it's more Diablo really light. And um, the like, if you are a fan of min maxing, I don't think it's. It depends on how much of a hardcore fan you are. Well, see, so my my fear is that it looks like that the longevity of the game is going to be mostly made through tweaking your builds through the ISOs and then really experimenting with team comp. And if there's a lot to do there, then that's going to be really fun. And if you can make some really powerful builds to, you know, to take advantage of that system, then that's going to be good. If it's just, hey, you get little slight tweaks and stuff like that, and the ISOs don't really change things that much, then it's going to be pretty boring after, you know, 20 or 30 hours. I have a feeling that's what it's going to be. Like the ISOs aren't really going to be like aren't going to have that much of an impact. But, uh, you know, we'll see you on uh, Friday. We will. Um, the other game that you all should be looking out for on the Nintendo Switch, of course, is Forklift the Simulation. Not Simulator. Nope, the Simulation of Forklifts. <laughs> Where do they find these fucking games? Oh, shit. And why is it on the Switch? I don't know, but these graphics are just are stellar. I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to Take your forklift simulating on the go. Yeah, on a train, Mike. Oh, gee, uh, play play a uh, fucking loot softcore porn ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to imagine that the 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 makers of this game were just huge Shenmue fans that were just like, let's <laughs> let me take my favorite part of Shenmue and just make an entire game out of it. So yeah, if you want to simulate driving a forklift well the yeah, switch yeah. has got a game for you this week Whew. so yo this is 
I feel like the demographic of people that own switches and want to drive forklifts. <laughs> there's, no, there's no Venn diagram for that. Yo, they're just, on, they're just two separate circles that just yeah. <laughs> next to one another. <laughs> okay, fine, sure, whatever. Just got a game for everything. I don't there think is, people that drive there, forklifts want to drive a forklift. To <laughs> <laughs> be perfectly like this is just what I do at work. It's like call so, center the simulator. Shut up. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. wait, Terrence. It's probably in development right now. Uh, nah. Are kidding me? I mean, do I get to curse out the, the customer? Because, I mean, maybe. I'll purchase I don't know. And not get fired. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should make call center simulator. <laughs> so. That's so ridiculous. So, well, if, I mean, if you do, then inevitably you'll be able to play it on your Switch Lite. <laughs> Nintendo has announced a new Nintendo Switch that's coming this fall. It is called the Nintendo Switch Lite, L-I-T-E. Uh, it's going to be slightly smaller than the original Nintendo Switch, and it's going to be a portable-only option. It's going to cost $199. Uh, the Joy-Cons are going to be mounted on the side of the system. They will not be detachable. Uh, it is slightly smaller with a 5.5-inch screen, uh, which is a little bit smaller. I think the Switch regular is like 6.1 inches diagonal. Um, it's going to be a little bit lighter. It's coming in three disgustingly ugly colors. Uh, the, <laughs> the middle one's fine. Uh, the middle one's boring, and the other two are yeah. not not what you want. I don't, I don't like that yellow and the, no. and the green, like, what is it, seafoam toothpaste? Graham <laughs> <laughs> and, and crazy taxi. So the system will support uh, external Joy-Con controllers, the Switch Pro controller, Pokeball Plus, all that other stuff. It has the built-in gyro controls as well, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and NSC. However, you will not be able to dock it uh, in your Nintendo Switch dock that you currently own. So it's so not a Switch. It is, it is a... No, it is, in fact, not a Switch, I guess. It is a Nintendo uh, portable. They should have just renamed it the portable. No, they should have named it the Nintendo Light Switch. <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> and of course uh in november there will be the first special edition of this console they are getting a special pokemon edition uh that will release right before pokemon sword and pokemon shield so gentlemen uh this was pretty expected i think uh i know that i think they had already talked about doing it in japan not a surprise it's coming here what do you think about the nintendo switch Lite? No. The only the only thing I'm jealous of is the fact that it has a traditional D-pad. Yeah, I, I did forget to mention that a a product of not having detachable Joy Cons is that you can go regular D-pad on there. Yeah, uh, but that's it. They still have those teeny tiny buttons, and um, I, you know, it's not for me. Um, it, what is it like? F- is it fifty dollars less than the a hundred dollars less? A hundred dollars. Okay, it's yes. um, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is a lot. You can't fucking play this on your goddamn TV. It uh, is, Ter- Terrence. I'm mo- I'm most interested to hear your thoughts because I know you have expressed the desire, like the offhand desire, to get a switch. So I don't. I, is this more appealing to you than the regular switches? Because I still like to. I still like to kind of sit like if I'm home, I, I'll be. I'll just dock it. I would dock the switch, but like I sometimes I'd want to play on the go. Like certain games, like um, <clears throat> what is that? Castlevania, I would like to play on the go, but apparently that game is terrible. Or um, Dead Cells, I would really like to play on the go. Because um, you can play for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, so you can get a quick run through. And that's fine. But at the same time, if I want to play something like um, 
what was the what was the game and everybody like the, the Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath yeah. of the Wild. Like I want to, I'd put that on, I'd dock it to play it on my t- my TV. You know, I do. Like, I don't always want like so. This wouldn't work for me. I'm not a I'm not a handheld guy, <laughs> but like the Switch itself is yeah, you can do both. So it's funny. I I probably play my Nintendo Switch in handheld mode more than ninety percent of the time. Mm. Even like like I like I was playing in handheld so much that I even moved the dock up to my office and connected it to my monitor in the hopes mm-hmm. that I was like if it's in front of me I'll play it in docked mode more. <laughs> and what ends up happening is I'll take the switch out of the dock. I'll throw like a podcast or like a YouTube video that I don't have to watch but I want to listen to in the background. And I'll still play that shit handheld mode sitting at my fucking desk. Like I do that shit all the time. <laughs> now that being said, I I I feel like that a hundred bucks is still not only nice to have the option of docking it and playing it on the TV for when that rare game comes along, like Terrence right. said, Breath of the Wild. You want to play it in in all its glory, right on on a, on a big HD monitor. Like that's pretty cool. The other problem is too is that. Nintendo's controllers, the Joy-Cons, I found um, anecdotally have had the same issues that you find with other controllers nowadays where, you know, you're playing more games that have twin stick, you know, movements on them and that are a little bit more intense, like Fortnite, stuff like that, kids playing it, things of that nature. Those analog sticks are wearing out. And with the Switch proper, you know, if if your Joy-Con wears out, you just get another Joy-Con. It's pretty easy. With the Switch Lite, You'd have to get the whole system replaced. Mm-mm. Like that's 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 bad news bears. Now that being said, this thing's gonna fucking do gangbusters and sell yeah millions and millions and millions of units. Yeah. So don't let that impede them. But yeah, if like I said, from my standpoint, like it's a hundred a hundred bucks is not an insignificant amount of money. But I don't know, just having the having the option to dock it and having the peace of mind of being able to replace parts if you need to, um, just seems the better method but if you're going to use it as a portable only then yeah i guess i guess this is what you've been waiting for right it's, i mean it's dope but like uh, not for me because uh, it's too close to, like it's five how many inches five something 5.5 5. yeah it's too close to like mobile games and i don't like to play mobile games. <laughs> it's, 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 ab- it's about the same if i'm if i it's recall like, size of like a s8 or an s10 how big was the vita screen let me see let me see uh actually the vita screen wasn't all that big I feel like that the Vita screen was in the fours, if I'm not mistaken. I, it could not possibly. Uh, it was f- it was five five inches yeah. even diagonally. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like yep. modern fucking cell phone, like modern, like the like my phone is like five point one. Yeah. Good God. But your and phone also doesn't want... have like a giant like fucking chassis around it either yeah. <laughs> that has you know buttons He's mounted trying. on it and whatnot. So. Well, we'll see. Like I said, so- Sony's punching through a hat right now. They're like, "Damn it! Like we, like we, like we did this seven <laughs> years ago." <laughs> Fuck. So Ubisoft uh, put in a interesting feature that they talked about at E3 this past year into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where now fans can make um, like legit missions in Assassin's Creed. They have this PC app that you can make your own missions complete with you know, different objectives to complete and, and dialogue trees and, and cool stuff like that. And you can share them. They basically made Mario maker for Assassin's Creed. That's pretty neat. However, Ubisoft is cracking down on some folks uh, that are using the creator to make uh, levels that are very easy to farm 
experience points on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, like give me my goddamn XP. Well, so but here's the thing. So I'll so I'm gonna read. Game. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read their quotes, uh, and then we're gonna talk about why they're cracking down on this. Because me and Micah know, and, and Terrence, you might oh, know. Yeah. So <laughs> their their quote is: "Story creator mode was designed to be a tool for players to let their creativity and imagination run free as they build their very own stories to share with others. XP XP exploits risk risk jeopardizing the overall quality, integrity, and purpose." of story of creator mode and results in less visibility for the creative, interesting, and frankly, fantastic community stories that have been published. They said that they're going to be actively combating these exploits moving forward. Um, and then additionally, players that continue to willingly and intentionally misuse the tool will be quote sanctioned for their, for their purpose. Now, not mentioned in this statement that Ubisoft put out is the fact that Ubisoft continues to sell experience point boosters oh in right. assassin's creed right. odyssey right. <laughs> that's some foul shit <laughs> like you know you put walls in your game so you're like yo you want to get you want to get through this quicker it's pay us five dollars to get an xp boost in a single player game that's a single player right it is yeah it's it all is. single player fuck all that's just grimy it's 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 grimy to not say it. I'd have respected them if they're like, look, we sell a fucking XP booster that this is circumventing, so we can't have this in the game because it's it's costing us money. That would have been some fucking bold shit to say, but I'd have respected it. I don't respect this fucking workaround corporate speaker. Like they're messing with the integrity of the mode. Like what? shut integrity. up. Oh, integrity. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck off. Oh, integrity. You want to talk about integrity? You make people <laughs> right. pay fucking five dollars for an experience boost? Like, come on, yo. The <laughs> game is long enough as it is, yo. Like, what are we on. doing? What are we doing? Ubisoft. Like, what, what does it hurt to let the to let the player become like super powerful? For by the way, for, for, point, for a like, game, in, a game that's been out for nine months. Right. It came at out this last point. year. Yeah. Like, what does it hurt to let the... Because, like, when I play single-player games, when I play games like that, like, my whole goal is to become more powerful than the enemies. <laughs> that's my whole goal. Like, I don't like games where the enemies level up with me. I don't and like that's that the shit. thing, yo. Like, they do that with this game. Yeah, that shit drives me crazy. I think that's what they did with that expansion for... um, What was it? Uh, Ubisoft had that expansion to Far Cry 5. They made it like you have different level color, like different levels of guns. Like yeah. essentially, like you have white, blue, purple, or whatever. That's how that game plays. So, like if you have like a white gun, like it's gonna do less damage to a regular human being <laughs> than if you have a purple gun. That's fucking dumb. Like you'll get you'll get to a section in the game where you're not strong enough because you haven't leveled your gun up. Well, like you know, everybody everybody knows about the ubiquitous uh, uh, AK-47 BB guns. I don't like that. I don't like that mechanic. Like I get it for like uh, Borderlands and things because that's this that's the design the of that point. game. That's yeah. the whole point of that game. Not fucking Far Cry. Just just that's a, what this is. This is fucking ridiculous. Huh? Just I like I, I can't I can't imagine how little revenue nine months in Ubisoft is still making from these XP boosters. And imagine how cool they would have sounded being like, look, we sold these things up front. 
We appreciate everyone use it. The people figure out to how to make XP, you know, grind fest levels. Whatever you guys do, what you want. Game's been out for nine months. Enjoy it at your leisure. Right. We're, like, we're not I sweating. Bought it. Like I do what the fuck I want. Like, but like apparently you can't. Like in a single player game, you know, that's why I don't. Understand. And that's the thing, you're not hurting anybody. Exactly, that's the one thing I don't understand when people do, when they start cracking down on when people do shit with single player games. Like, nigga, I'm not playing with that person. Like, if it's a if it's multiplayer, fine. If they're cheating, nah, fuck you. Single player, yeah, you're not hurting anybody else. So what's the point? <laughs> you they just you just they're just cutting into your money, and that's that money that you're getting to me is already foul in the first place. XP boost. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Mike is nodding his head smiling, but he fucking bought that shit oh, again I, for Odyssey. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> right. I did. That game is fucking long as shit. Not part, not part, not part of the gold pass either. By the way, right. That's what pissed me off. Is that the All thing? Right. What it didn't come with the the Uber edition that I bought. Jesus Christ! You man. know the game is long as shit. Witcher three. Did that have XP boosts? No. But the but Witcher three also didn't have tedium uh, in terms of side quests, like not not a lot of them. Did you did you listen to did you um read Blood Sweat and Pixel yet? Uh, no, but I do have it. Uh, I'm reading a different book. I'm reading one of my uh, trashy um, space military space <laughs> opera books by uh, Marco Cluse. So I just I, I just finished the uh, the Witcher three chapter. Oh, it's yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy like that the, the two chapters that 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 i like the most were the uh the stardew valley uh-huh. one dude did that whole game mm-hmm. took him five years um that's that was a cool story and the witcher 3 uh like the way they designed that game like the departments they had to design that game is kind of amazing more uh companies need to do what they do because that's oh. why the game is so good <laughs> when, did, when did when did this book come out uh 2017 Okay, I'm gonna have yeah. to check it out because I've I've really been enjoying what uh what Jason Schreier's been doing lately. I have to imagine this is probably really good. It's so. it's good, like uh, Destiny. <laughs> so yeah, um, and he's got another book coming out. So I'll I'll finish my uh my space opera, and then I'll get into blood, sweat, and pixels. Excellent. So, but yeah, like just fucking. Be legit with people about what the fuck yeah, is going on. Seriously. Bullshit. Um, speaking of Apex Legends, uh, they are the latest to try to come up with an inventive way to deal with cheating in their game. Now, they're doing something similar um, that the PUBG Corporation is doing for PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, where they're developing an autoban technology so that they don't have to wait for reports. They can detect it through, through gameplay. The other thing that they're trying to do, though, is they're trying to make it so that uh, a matchmaking system that matches detected cheaters and spammers together <laughs> with one another. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Cheating-ass <laughs> niggas in the same room. That's fine. Yeah, they do have a rank mode. I forgot about that. There's a rank mode in there now. Um, oh. Good. They've they've already banned like a million people. Oh, close, <laughs> close, close to the close to they've uh, as, as of May they had banned over seventy seven hundred seventy thousand accounts yeah. out of Apex Legends. I They're can't believe that many people are doing that shit. I mean, that type of game, like one. I mean, you can revive, but. It gets a little frustrating, you know, <laughs> like when you <laughs> you spend like 15 minutes running around the map and don't see anybody, and then you can just drop by somebody cheating. Nah, you <laughs> want to fight, like real life fight. That's fucked up, <laughs> for real. So, and if you can 
you can prove that they're cheating. Nah, I want that nigga banned. Oh, like I said, I, I get my ire up just from people that have shit connections when I'm playing in the Crucible on Destiny. I can't imagine <laughs> fucking running around an empty map for 20 minutes and then yeah, just getting dropped by one right. sniper shot that you was like, okay, so he wasn't going to mess up. Like I think I've been I, I think I've been taken out by a few cheaters in that fucking game, even on a console. <laughs> or people with up with like aim aim assist or something. Cause I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way that nigga hit me from that far away with a <laughs> submachine gun and every <laughs> shot connected. Like, come on. I mean, there are some people really good, but not that goddamn good. Come on, give me a break. So that's good. Look, I'm fine with this. Let all them niggas play with you, with each other. That's, that's funny know. though. That's funny. Just the fucking uh I think I think the article I linked uh in there describes as the seventh circle of hell, basically. <laughs> people just fucking running around having to fuck with each other. Didn't uh Grand Theft Auto do that? They put a dunce cap on you. Once, uh, yeah. If you if you got caught cheating, um, and then something else happened. I think they tried. I don't know. It's possible because those people were like griefers. No, they did that for griefers. Like if you kept griefing people, um, they would put a dunce cap on you, and you would be stuck in there for. And I got a dunce cap once because I just got mad at that fucking game, <laughs> and they put you in there for like a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did put you in a different in a in a different map where um. It was just a bunch of people griefing. I don't know if it was cheating, but yeah, that's you could, I couldn't I couldn't play with my clan for like a week because, <laughs> because I was like fuck it. Uh, but yeah, they tried. I don't know if it, if it helped because people were still being assholes in that in that match in that mode too. So <laughs> who knows? So finally, in quick news stories, uh, so last fall, a studio named Athlon Games that announced they were developing a Lord of the Rings title with an unknown partner. Um, and now it's known that they are partnering with Amazon Game Studios and the Lord of the Rings game that they are making is a Lord of the Rings free-to-play MMO uh, that is currently planned for PC and console. Uh, apparently the game is going to take place before the Lord of the Ring trilogy saga. Uh, it's going to be based on the Tolkien novel universe as opposed to the Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson movie universe uh and supposedly uh there's no release date or window so we don't know if that's going to be out uh next year possibly the year after or anything like that um but yeah so amazon uh this is a pretty significant entrance into the game market for them if they put out a lord of the rings mmo are you guys excited or do you think that this space is already kind of congested and what are they going to do differently what the- i've never watched lord of the rings or read it oh i've certainly never read it <laughs> um, so I'm not I'm not interested at all. I'm I'm not, I'm just not interested because it's Lord of the Rings. Like um yeah y- you know Lord of the Rings is uh I mean it is what it is. It's very standard high fantasy. It's probably what everyone bases their high fantasy on, but uh it just doesn't do it for me. And um I yeah, uh, another MMO. I mean, uh, you know, it it's it feels like it's been a long time coming for something like this. Um, but you know, if you like it, then you like it, I guess. No, I'm not. I'm not interested or, or in this whatsoever. I find it, it interesting. Play yeah, but see, I find it interesting they're going free to play out of the gate with it as opposed to. 
you know, starting off with a paid entry fee and then eventually scaling back to that. Yes. Have I ever played like an MMO? I don't know if I've ever even played an MMO before, <laughs> like a like a true MMO. No, uh, not probably no, not like a haven't. true blue MMO. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a. You would have to pay to to play it. Yeah, that's like Final Fantasy fourteen shit like that, right? Yeah. Well, uh, mm. Wow and. Final oh, Fantasy Warcraft and... Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's free to play. I, I like, I like, I download everything free. Like, I'd give it a shot, but I'm not interested. I don't really give a fuck. Um, yeah. I want to see how I want to see what their their um how what, the, what their model is going to be as far as the game because you're going to have to make their money somewhere. Oh, you're going to buy everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know like you cosmetics. You get one character and one set of clothing. <laughs> Look, oh, you want to mount? They might give yeah. you like they I'll might give you like, like a a, a jackass to run to, to have. <laughs> like nobody wants to walk around on a donkey, not in the Lord of the Rings world. You know, you Maybe want one of them slow ass mount. Right, right. No, nah, you want one of them. You know, them Deathly Hollows horses or whatever the fuck they are. I don't, I don't know what they are. <laughs> the wraiths. Yeah, the wraiths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, did read the trilogy. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that is, that is Harry Potter. <laughs> Never seen those movies either, or read those books either. But it's yeah, you're thing. gonna have to pay for everything. Yeah, you have to pay for everything. It's it's interesting. I think it's gonna have a built-in fan base just because of the subject uh, the subject material that sure. it's based on. Um, and they could carve out like a nice niche for them. And, and again, they, the free to play entry will help them. Um, it gives them a little bit of a leg up over something like an ESO. Uh, in that regard. Where ESO, you at least have to buy the base game to play that. So, well, be, oh yeah, you got to buy number. That's right, you got to buy the base. Then. Yeah, and this, how does this? Like, I played a little bit of ESO, and that should bore the fuck out of me. Apparently, it's good now. But I'm, uh, of course, I mean, all these games are after two or three years <laughs> of actual <laughs> development. They've got dragons now, Terrence, in the new expansion. Dragons. And they didn't have dragons before. No, they didn't. Not, not in the game. Elder Scroll. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Khajiit. You can be a Khajiit now, which is the cat people. Oh, that's the cat. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, one more reason I'm not playing. <laughs> I don't know what nerd fascination is with cats, man, and wanting to be cats. Like, all right, you like cats, fine, weirdo. But you want to be a cat? Like, and this is me talking. I just talked for 15 minutes about a fucking porn pinball, and I look down on you. <laughs> well, look, when this new game comes out, uh, you're going to have to probably, well, you're not going to have to buy it. It's free to play, but you should support Amazon in other ways too. And you should do that by going to our site, densepixels.com slash Amazon. So if you're listening to the podcast on the day that it's released on Tuesday, it's still prime day. You can still save some sweet money. Now, listen, we've, we've warned against the, the perils of prime day where, you know, an Amazon on the show before, and yet still advertise with them because we can get money from them. Very hypocritical. I know, hooray capitalism. But listen, so densepixels.com slash Amazon, right? You can still get your shit for cheap. You want to you wanna do better for the workers, though, in the warehouse? No mm. rush shipping. Free no you. rush shipping. You don't need it tomorrow. You don't need it two days from now. No rush. I'm going to get my cheap item when I get it. Take your time, old man river, 75 years old, scuffling two miles across the warehouse Yo, have to you, pick my I items. I was over there a couple days ago. Have you seen how fucking big that fulfillment center is? Yes. It, looks, it looks awful. 
it's fucking huge. <laughs> it's so big. But that's bro. why. Oh but that's why God. you go. That's why you go no rush. Like I, there, there you go. I don't think I've ever seen a building that big <laughs> as far as like just size, like height wise. Yeah, like skyscrapers, but like just it would take you like a, an hour and a half to walk around that motherfucker. Around it, yeah, it's crazy. It's huge. But anyway, yeah, those but people like, kill themselves. Like I said, absolve yourself of a little bit of that shopper's guilt. No rush shipping. Densepixels.com <laughs> slash Amazon. Don't forget as well, youtube.com slash densepixels. Subscribe to this channel. Click the red button. Ring the bell icon. We post this podcast in video form every week. There's some other content that we put up there as well, including live streams for me whenever I do it. So again, youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the other great shows in the TNP Studios Network, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, and Coming Distractions, delivered to your ear holes every single week. And finally, if you're not a premium member, go to densepixels.com slash premium. Sign up today, $5 a month, $50 for the entire year. You got a ton, a ton of content. You get weekly, weekly episodes to look forward. You get me and Mike on the Men with the Golden Tongues. You get no time to bleed sometimes. We decide to you know make an episode and put it out. <laughs> and then you get the area grievances with Mike and Jay. It's fantastic. Check it I, out. This is what I like to tell people, right? You're paying for uh, the full episode of Look Forward. That alone is worth it. You're also getting Brad and I talking about James Bond and and uh, and and everything else is just a thank you for bu- for for buying those two shows. And look, you got Mission Impossible three to look forward to. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about that movie. <laughs> Not a lot of it's really good. I can't wait to watch it again. I wonder how I'll feel about it. Are you I watching remember, it this week, by the way, so we can record uh, it soon? I will try to. I will try to watch it this week. Yes, but uh, yeah, because we gotta we gotta record that sooner rather than later. But so, uh, yeah, very interested. I'm very interested to hear why you hate Philip Seymour Hoffman. Why do you hate <laughs> dead white guys? I mean, I have a bunch of reasons why I hate. Yeah, give me this. Give me, give me, give me the rabbit's foot. Give me the rabbit's foot. Give me the rabbit's foot. Come on, give it to me. That's fixes that cop flash premium. Um, topics of the week. Actually, my and Micah's topic um, sort of go hand in hand. So take this uh, is a uh, is a you know company inside the game industry that focuses on like mental health issues in gaming. Uh, they put out a white paper uh, talking about the state of mental health in the game development industry. I found it very interesting. I've not read the whole thing. I've read some of it, and I've read the executive summary, which I will relay to you guys today. Um, basically, it makes me wonder how, why the fuck I've said it before on the podcast. How, how, why the fuck does anyone do this job <laughs> in this industry? We're lucky yeah. that all of them do. Yeah. So, the big overarching thing here: job stress, instability, and longevity are significant problems facing the games industry. Game development has become a career path that frequently demands long hours and lacks job stability and clear career trajectories. Only one-third of developers remain in the industry for 10 years or more. 53% of game developers report that crunch, uh, which is working more than 40 hours per week over an extended period of time, is an expected component of their employment with less than 18% recording or, or less than 18% reporting overtime compensation for exceeding 40 hours a week. 
in a work week. Um, Crunch leads to more burnout. Here's a fun one. The average number of employers for game developers in a five-year period is 2.2. So the average game developer has more than two jobs in the industry within a five-year period, which is goes, shows you how much turnover and layoffs and everything else that's going on in the industry. Of course, this instability leads to increased stress, work anxiety, and depression. And basically, <laughs> the industry lacks a lot of diversity. Uh, in 2019, only 19% of respondents from a survey of game developers identified as female in the United States. Uh, in the same survey, only 32% of respondents did not identify as Caucasian or European. A lack of representation has likely contributed to hostile and challenging work experiences for game developers. Um, that Those are the big ones for sure. Uh, they talk a little bit about the uh, the stresses that public perception also gives uh, people worried about violence in video games, despite there not being you know great proof of that having a detrimental effect. Uh, I do want to highlight a couple of companies uh, that they that they praised in the executive summary and that they go into greater detail in the actual white paper itself. Um, Big huge games, which is still kicking, uh, apparently has a low crunch, high diversity work environment. Ubisoft has a no layoff model that they that they ascribe to. Um, Bungie focuses on diversity in their team. Uh, Microsoft's focus on work-life balance, player safety, and inclusion. Uh, a company called Certain Affinity has a no layoff model. And a company called Wooga has a top-down focus on mental health uh, in their organization. So again, a couple companies uh, that are praised in this white paper. Um, these things that are summarized in this executive summary sound awful (laughs) they sound awful and if you didn't like if you presented someone with a career path and you didn't tell them what the career path was in you're like hey would you like to work in an industry that these things are present in who the fuck in their right mind would ever do that (laughs) ever ever right fucking Um, blood sweat and pixels actually goes into crunch that came out two years ago that's that's talked about a lot crunch Mm mm-hmm and we're just kind of like just now finding out about that this year uh, with um, Jason Scryer. I couldn't do it because, again, they don't get overtime. Uh, I know CD Projekt Red does. They do give them because they're required. Some, some, some developers do. Some developers absolutely. It's no, it's law. <laughs> they're required to pay them overtime over in Poland. Swap um, games take forever to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but they do have their they have their crunch and and people like as far as they go they want to stay like they they're they're really passionate about their shit and they want to stay because they get paid for it then again it doesn't cost a lot of money to live in poland so they get paid a little bit less than people who get paid in the, in the states um yeah i couldn't do it yeah like i would i i would burn out and i'd be ready to fight <laughs> people <laughs> like like imagine you being a game developer and you come out with a game that and then people just shit on it like a game and, that you really and, work and not, hard on. And not only do they shit on it, but they fucking seek you out on social media right. and tell you to your fucking face. They, they, they go on Twitter and say your game is trash and all those other books. Like, yo. I'd be like Uwe Bo, you know? After all of the all of that time and mental, like my mental health, my, like people take breaks. Like when they finish games, they have to take breaks 
because they're burned the fuck out. Yeah, you can't. Like they, they'll, they'll come back. They have to find another job because that game is done. Like if I work for this company, okay, my company's making another game. Which one are they going to send me to? Or if this game is done, am I going to still be working for this company when this game is finished? So I have to find another gig because I just spent 18 months working on this game, like long 60 hour weeks, 100 hour weeks. And when it came time for crunch, only for somebody to be like, yeah, this game sucks. I want my money back. Ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Nah, I couldn't. And then you have the testers that are at the lower end, of the lower <laughs> rung of this fucking ladder. Nah, mm-mm. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard. Brad and I talked about it like last or a couple of weeks ago yeah. about the uh, reality TV show. I, no, I, I, I remember that show. A fucking <laughs> tester. Now, wasn't it on PlayStation? It yeah, PlayStation. Network. Yeah, you streamed, yeah. you streamed right. it through the PlayStation. So. Hey, congratulations. No. You get to be a grunt. <laughs> over and over again. To, to, your, your job is to break the game. Well, it's to try to break it or look for things that are already broken. Like, mm-mm. I'm just, I'm super thankful that you have organizations like Take This. You have people like Jason Schreier, um, Jim Sterling, also for, for that matter, right. who fucking bangs the drum about this shit he, constantly. He, his voice annoys me, but I do. Like he's yeah, right. he's been doing this shit for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> he's been talking about the game industry and right. certain companies, and he's like, he's fuck these people, right? Even like for yeah, the point of getting, but no, I am a hundred percent just honest in my fucking opinion, and I will never change. And it's funny how he has just been shunned by everyone because of it. <laughs> and he doesn't give a fuck. Like, look, look, it's true, right? Like he can't stand it. <laughs> And it's and it's deserved. Them motherfuckers are evil. Yo. I mean, like, like worst company. His, I don't know, but they're they're pretty goddamn terrible. I mean, that's his cross to bear, though. And 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 yeah. I'm I'm calling out these folks. I mean, there's many many more who who shine a light on on these practices. I'm really glad um, that we that a lot of that light has been shown over the past three years or so, especially. Um, we should be confronted with this and we should be aware of this because we are, if we're, if we're not, then we are, you know, by, by being consumers of this and by being demanding and, and all this other stuff, we are perpetrators of this problem as well. We, we're, we're not, we're not responsible for implementing these policies that, that falls on the shoulders of these companies, but it's important that we understand, um, what is going on because it is essential that conditions improve for these folks because at some point like like if if these are your working conditions if these are the things that are going on all the time at most large game even large you know fucking huge publishers huge development studios have these problems you're not going to get good people to do these jobs like those people are going to find environments that can still use their abilities but actually treat them with a much better work life balance and you're not going to get the same quality of games that, that we're accustomed to getting that we've been getting for the past uh, several years. And that, and that means that as consumers, we need to, like I said, continue to be aware of that, continue to tell these companies that we are not okay uh, with these poor conditions that people are working in and that we are willing to, if that means we have to wait a little bit longer to get the games we want, if that means that, you know, we have to be a little more understanding if maybe there's bugs and 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 some problems in the game when they first come out. We have to we have to be willing to to, to be okay with that because the long term issues that can arise are much worse than any short term um, inconvenience 
that we're suffering. So the white paper is, is something you should seek out if you're interested in it. It's only like 63 pages and it's spaced out pretty well. You can probably read it pretty quickly. Um, it's worth reading. It's, it's worth being aware of this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and I, and I appreciate take this for, for bringing this sort of thing to the industry. Um, cause not a lot of people are really, are really doing that. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is actually, I'm, I'm skimming through some of the, uh, paragraph titles and it's super interesting. Like I'm, I'm going to have to sit down and read at least some of this. Um, cause they touch on like gambling and like basically Basically every negative thing that gaming has nowadays looks like it's touched on in this. Um, so yeah, this is very interesting. Um, I, I have a topic. I usually don't have topics, but, um, you know, I was, uh, I came home, uh, I made dinner for my family and my wife came home with our son and, um, she went to go change. So I held him right now. I carry him over and I sit down and in my, in my favorite chair and I got him looking at me and he's stretching and contorting his body because he's looking at the television. Now the television is not on, but he knows that it has been on and he knows what the television is. And he wants to watch it. And whenever we have, if we have the television on and he sees it, everything stops, right? Everything stops. And he's just glued to that thing. I'm like, oh shit. Like we can't really have this. So then it got me thinking, all right, well, if the television affects him like that, what is, what is, what are video games going to do, right? Because all my life I've been hearing, you know, you're going to play these video games and they're going to rot your brain and all that. It's going to mess with your head. So I found a couple of, a uh, couple of articles that talk about, um, how one's mental health, uh, can be when playing video games. Uh, the first article is that talks about there actually being a happy medium in video games, uh, and you know, with, with youth and them playing video games, this article is mainly common sense, right? Like it's, it's basically, look, there are certain video games can, aren't all bad and you're not necessarily going to develop some sort of, you know, addiction or anything by playing video games. But at the same time, you need to pace yourself. Uh, it talks about uh, the the American Academy of Pediatrics uh, has come out with guidelines uh, involving screen time, period, not just video games, like screen time, uh, that kids two to five, you know, one hour a day, that's it. Uh, for children six and older, uh, setting limits on screen time and stuff, um, telling your kids to take a break. Like how many Nintendo games have we played, especially with the Wii, have, uh, especially with like stuff like Wii Sports, right? They were like, hey, don't you think it's time to take a break? Don't you think it's right. time, it's you know? Like, yeah, it was calm down. <laughs> right, <laughs> grown-ass man. No, you don't tell me to take a break. <laughs> uh, but no, it's for the kids, man. Um, and, you know, to encourage other things like book reading, family time, physical activity, brain exercises, 
playing board games. Like you could still get your game fix on, but you know, like let it be a board game, something that you, something tactile, something that you can use your imagination with. Um, uh, it says that the, uh, Dr. Eric, Erica Francis Scott says that informational games can be useful, a useful tool in supporting the learning of new concepts and mastering specific skills. On the other hand, a potential issue is the duration of play, especially if there is an interference with other activities. Um, and they're saying that, you know, I found this funny that the brain is constantly maturing and doesn't mature until you're like in your mid to late twenties, which makes a whole lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) So a child's brain, you know, as it's, as it's developing, you just want to limit your screen time. So that's basically common sense. But this other article I found, um, is called video games don't depress teens as much as other screen time. Um, basically this research, uh, researchers studied over 3,800 adolescents entering the seventh grade. Uh, and they said it was kind of evenly split between boys and girls. This was, this was in Montreal and, uh, Patricia Conrad, who led the study, uh, did this to see how, depressive behavior correlates with using four types of screens, computer screens, social media, television, and video games. And it says basically that video games are the least uh, affected or effective in causing teens to get depressed. Is that mainly because video games tend not to star teenagers and so they don't see themselves necessarily as a a you know the focal point right like it's it's more of uh wish fulfillment as uh, other than you know just kind of inserting yourself in the situation whereas social media and television kids see themselves all the time especially with social media and the right. age of like people being bullied and shit like that. Like that's, that's the type of stuff that really affects people. So next time somebody says the video games are going to rot your brain, it's all they ask to get the fuck off Facebook. (laughs) Stupid (laughs) motherfucker. And just to be clear, like that doesn't stop it teenagers either like i'm yeah. i'm more mad fucking reading facebook i try to stay in my little i try to stay in my bubble on facebook every time i wander outside i just get very angry <laughs> because like i don't understand how people are so fucking stupid um but i can i can i, I can absolutely absolutely understand this because <laughs> social media is is the devil right um yeah. <laughs> like kids go online and like like you said they're bullied like they're they're go- they it's 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 like something they don't they don't feel it but like they they they'll post something to get as many likes as they can and if they don't like that affects them negatively right because why do why do people like me why didn't i get any why didn't i get any clicks for this and that's why people will do anything for clicks like that's like don't go into a store and lick ice cream for clicks you know don't do that like that's fucking gross but that's how, that's where we've gone like you have a problem if you're willing to do that 
for social media. Like you're not doing that in video games. You're just like running around shooting stuff. And we've all learned that it doesn't necessarily affect people negatively. Um, and there's a, there's a goal in video games. There's a, there's a set goal that you have to, you, you turn the game on, you want to do this. This is what you're going to do. You go through the game, you do it. Social media, your whole goal is to be as, as popular as possible and you're willing to do anything to do it. And I don't understand why people are willing to go to the, to the lengths that they go or why people are so cruel online. <laughs> I just the, don't understand. One of the articles talks about, um, you know, that all of these things attri- uh, uh, contribute to brain reward pathways. And it says that rewards can come from everyday activities like going to school or hobbies, like things that make you feel good for doing them, things that make right. you feel good for accomplishing them. And whereas video games give you those rewards when you, you know, get get to get to the boss in dead cells or right. or complete a game, social media, like you said, their brain reward pathways are given from likes and people will do and say anything to get that recognition. And that's not healthy. Like it it just, it's, it's very odd, man. So yeah, man, like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just think about that stuff now as a, as a new parent, you know, cause apparently Having babies is all the rage around here. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to steal nobody's thunder. But, you, know. you had you had six months. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's it, it's it's interesting because we are. I mean, all honesty, we're the last generation that didn't have to grow up with that. Like 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 when we were in high school, um, social media wasn't a thing. Yeah, right. I got like, cell, like on, cell phones were barely a thing. I picked on in person. I got picked on right in front of my face. <laughs> right. So, like, it's it's yeah, and then you punch that bully in the face, and you maybe right. stop. You can't punch somebody through the screen. <laughs> like it's, it is, it is interesting to think of how how we might have turned out differently, or in in the ways we would have been different if we had had to endure that growing up. You know what I mean? So, um, it's it's tough, man. Watch Euphoria. No. No, I'm scared to watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crap. I could not be the, I couldn't be a teenager now. <laughs> couldn't, do couldn't do it. It's it's wild. And, but if and you like, want to see what teenagers do now, watch that show. It's a little gross <laughs> because they don't shy away from anything. Whew. But yeah, that's that's a little glimpse into the life of a teenager nowadays. Good luck, niggas. with your teenage teenage children (laughs) but like i mean i'm i'm right with michael like as a parent it's 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 difficult to to balance it and to manage it and also my situation is a little bit different as well for for reasons we've talked about on the show before um but it it is it is interesting to monitor that stuff it's funny to you like like, when you're growing up, like you're like, man, my parents are fucking assholes like they're always in the shit all the time (laughs) like it's like all you have to do it's fucking half kid. Mike is gonna be ten times worse than I am. I already know that's fucking true. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. I like I'm I was pretty laissez faire. My wife was the one who was uh, a little crazy about that stuff. And then so th- this this year, my son um is going into kindergarten and he is doing extended school year right now because for him he needs to continue doing that. And we're trying the bus 
on kindergarten this year. And so we're doing it in ESY to, to try to, you know, <laughs> to try to, you know, take it for a test drive, I guess, to see if it's yeah. viable. And I was the one that was like, this is a terrible idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like he can't ride in a car for 30 minutes before throwing up. How the fuck's he going to deal with a bus? And he's like, and I'm just, I'm worried, you know, I'm worried about him. Like sitting there like now, now I'm that guy. Like now I'm that person. My wife's like, just fucking chill out. It's going to be fine. Relax. And it has been. She was right. As usual. <laughs> so, but it's just, it's just interesting how, how you change and, and, and in what ways. Yeah. When you become a parent, you truly do. So you get you people with new kids out there that never had kids before. You don't even know it's coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fucking wild. <laughs> so, but those were, like I said, that interesting two stories that kind of, kind of, you know, two sides of the same coin, I guess. But uh, overall, just be better, treat people better, and uh, limit your screen time. Because right now, <laughs> that's that's the challenge too is when they when they get uh i don't i don't think we give our son too much but he's at the point now with his ipad where he will he knows where we store it and all he does is point and pound his chest to say that's what i want and, <laughs> and so you have to moderate that so it can be fucking tough sometimes but yeah. uh in in the long run it's it's i think it's i, I do agree with them that it's a benefit to keep that stuff you know yeah rationed out properly and like y'all, like y'all said, man, like everybody needs to do that shit. Get the fuck off Facebook, yo. Get the fuck off, <laughs> please. There, there. I mean, and I've never, I've never done it before, but there's sometimes where I just need to fucking. I really do. Like, like, there's got to come a point where I just need to disengage for a week and just, yeah, man. Like, just delete the shit. <laughs> just delete the shit off of your, off of your phone, and just delete it back next week or something. Like, yeah. This. God damn. Yeah, I've done it like once or twice. I never have it. I probably, I probably got banned. So I could. I well, to. yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> I mean, another time I was like, yo, I can't, I can't. There's just too much negative negativity. I, I can't. I gotta, like, I'm about to swallow. I can't do this. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. Like, people are crazy. I've, 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 I've turned to like Instagram as my, as my bastion of positivity. Like, like, my Instagram is literally nothing but close friends and, and wristwatch dudes. And there's no, there's no negativity there. It's all fucking sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> my your Instagram is very different from ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good well, point. I need, I need one space. <laughs> I need, I need one space that I can safely turn to and, and not have to fucking deal with the outside bullshit. And I need one space that I can safely <laughs> turn to to objectify women. But that's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, that's what Incognito goes for. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. Don't forget to go to deadpixels.com slash fans uh, to join our Facebook group where there's always amazing... Co- that's right. Get on Facebook more. Go to deadpixels.com slash fans. You better get on Facebook. <laughs> we are the worst. We are the absolute worst. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash deadpixels. Uh, if you want to see Terrence stream apparition 410 on twitch carrie is back on the streaming grind again sup it's carrie um that's it for us thank you guys for watching and listening this week and we will see you all the next time i'll see you take it easy